Gun line, gun line, gun line. Fire mission coming down. I'm your host, Lopez, and you're listening to the On the Gun Line podcast midweek memo for the week of Cinco de Mayo. For all you meme lovers, that is Cinco de Drinko. That is, it's gonna be May. That's also the day before. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, That is also the May the 4th be with you. And for tomorrow, the Revenge of the 5th. Full disclosure, this is the second time I started recording this shit because I had a little bit of an interruption from my children wanting mac and cheese for fucking dinner tonight. And um, I had to interrupt our fucking guest here, our guest, our fucking host here, (laughs) our co-host, O'Yorina, because he was going on a doge tangent. Hell yeah was breaking that shit down so back with the doge um as you can see he's got a smile that he's trying to cover up right now but if you would have seen him initially when we started recording this motherfucker's grin was like from ear to ear yo it looked like a motherfucking gay guy that walked into a goddamn club full of dicks not that there's anything wrong with that not that there's anything wrong with that (laughs) i'm just saying that's how happy he was yeah a gay guy with a bag full of dicks just that sausage meme, just, just oh, hitting God. gross, <laughs> just hitting in the face. <laughs> yeah, that's how Doge was beating my ass down because, um, full disclosure, when Doge was at four cents, uh, was when I heard Urena talking about it, and I kind of dipped my toes in there, and um, I bought a pretty good chunk of chunk of change of them. I, I had a thousand. I had a thousand Doge coins. And that wasn't much of a big deal at the time. It was like 55, 60 bucks that I had put in there. Um, I ended up selling it because uh, I saw it was stagnant and not moving. I ended up selling that Doge at, I think, six cents. Yeah. So I think I made, you know, a nice little profit. Not much, but I thought I was balling. You know what I'm saying? Because, oh, shit, Wolf of Wall Street. Yay, yay. No, no. Um, I'm a dumbass. I didn't have the diamond hands. Because now Doge has gone where, Urena? To the moon. To the motherfucking <laughs> moon and beyond. And here's the crazy thing, too, is like me and you, I remember there was like maybe two or three times where, where we got out and then we were like, oh, let's get back in. Something's going crazy. So we dip a few dollars into Doge mm-hmm. and then we'd sell back again because it's like it's not doing shit. And it was the hype was dying. I felt like at five cents, it went down to four cents. Yeah. Um, when I was on Facebook, there was this one guy that's on my friends list. Never met this guy, mutual friend. But this dude every day would keep hyping it up. He was saying he was saying things like, hey, don't be sleeping on Doge, man. Just keep yeah. buying more. Keep buying more. And he kept he kept buying more. And nobody was listening. I wasn't paying attention because I was like, dude, the hype train for Doge just right. died in February. Shit's over, man. Move on to the next shit. And sure as shit, this thing started taking off. And as soon as I, I had a feeling that it was starting to, something was going on, that the momentum was shifting that way, it was at 14 cents. And I think I was doing something, so I missed it when it hit 10 cents or, or else I would have jumped in sooner. Right. Once it hit 14 cents, I knew there was something going on. So that's when I started buying into it. You know, um, it irks me. Um and I'm happy for everybody that has continued with the Doge. You know, hey, fucking right on, brothers. Y'all, you guys are the motherfucking real fucking space monkeys, ape hands, fucking diamond hands, or ape shit. What I don't know what the fuck all these goddamn things say. I caught the FOMO, all right? I caught the FOMO today, and um, I figured I can't miss out on this train. Because with Elon Musk going on to motherfucking Saturday Night Live, I think that's going to push this shit to a dollar. Here's my issue, Arena, And this is why I dipped out. Because back in February, they were like, wait till you see what happens at nine o'clock. Wait till nine o'clock. And everybody was hyped up for nine o'clock. I was one of those guys hyped up for nine (laughs) o'clock. And something told me, take your fucking money out, dude. Take your fucking money out. And what happened at nine o'clock, Arena? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It crashed. It crashed. It went to the moon, but through the southern hemisphere. You know what I'm saying? That bitch went south. That motherfucker became motherfucking like country singing, brother and sister fucking. 
goddamn shit kicking Southern. But we know better now. You know, we're a little bit more, we're a little bit older, a little bit more educated on, on trends. And we know, you know, what's hype. Like I knew 420, that whole hype thing. I knew that shit was going to be a bust. Like I knew, I knew money was going to go up and either nothing happened or it was going to do a, a severe crash. And right. I was actually hoping for a severe crash on 420, which it kind of did. That way I would buy more. And it kind of dipped as low as the, the high teens. Right. And as soon as I reached that point, I ended up buying more to double what I already had. Because I now I know how high it can go. And when it dipped in the 20s, looking at percentages going into the 40s, I was like, the worst, that, the best thing that could happen right now is it, it could go back up to the 40s. I'll double what I put in right now. So that's what I did. And luckily, it's, it's gone higher than that. Well, you know what? Congratulations. Again, congratulations to all of y'all diamond hands out there, man. Um, I bought back in. I'm not selling out this time. If I do anything, it's going to be fucking buy on the dips. Um, and like Yurina said, I've become a little more savvy as far as reading the trends. I'm still sticking with Jivo. Jivo is my bitch. That is the one that I think is everybody's sleeping on. And um, do your research. Do your due diligence. This is not financial advice at all. This is just two fucking red leg 13 Bravos that are swearing that you know they they know what the fuck they're doing but enough of the doge man enough of the doge enough of the stock market did you happen to watch um old biden putting everybody to sleep uh last week no I, i'm i i refuse and it's not a knock on the democrats or republicans i just refuse it it's too it's bs everything's fucking in my opinion everything's bullshit so you're right bro and, I, I was like Ted Cruz. I don't know if you saw Ted Cruz was passing the fuck out, bro. I got so bored, I turned the shit off and started watching Alone again. For those that don't know, Yurina put me onto this fucking show called <laughs> Holy Fuck. There's some beasts there, man. Yeah, you watched more episodes than I did. <laughs> I, I binge-watched season one through season six. And you know what? I did like the way that, um, that the women were represented there. You know what I'm saying? They they weren't fucking represented like weak. They weren't represented like, you know, I am woman, hear me roar. But, you know, they were represented as equals. You know what I mean? Yeah. And some of them bitches were fucking hardcore, especially the last one from season six. Uh, weird ass name, Wanya or Wonia. All I know is that that show, I feel like I can do it, but... I don't know if I can survive all that cold, my man. I think the hardest part is having to be by yourself. You know, if you're if your coping mechanism is to be able to talk to people and, and be sociable or whatever, and all of a sudden that gets taken away from you, your only friend is that turns into the camera at that point. You know, that's the person that you're talking to. And I think those some of those people got to the point where they were like got crazy enough where the camera was an actual person. Right. And, you know. It's like what they look forward to every day because they like the way they would talk to the camera felt like they were talking to a person. Friend, like Wilson. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, it's kind of like, hey, you know, how's it going? You know, like I'm doing this. And they're just having like small comments with them. Well, the trippy part is like, um, the trippy part of it all is that I think I would burn too many calories within the first week because I'd be rubbing too many out. out of <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd be fucking stroking, jerking the gherkin. However, there is protein in nut. So I don't know if I would save that up for extreme fucking um, circumstances where I need protein. I really don't know why you had to do that kind of research. Like, I don't, I don't know not, where that... I, what do you mean research? You never heard somebody tell you that there's protein in nut? It's not something that... What? It's nothing. not something I would, like, go, you know what? You're probably right. Let me uh, go ahead and cite that for future, you know, use. I was told this by broads that maybe I would have relations with and um, they said they that it had protein so it was good what? for the face or it was take good a, take, a, take a take a shot of jizz hell yeah <laughs> hey man that's what I was told I don't know man I don't know what do you guys tell me out there on the gun line do you guys know anything about that damn we're it's like we're jumping into the on the gun line real talk without even talking about it yet <laughs> real talk on the gun line 
Oh, no, the real. T- <laughs> yeah. uh, but if you notice that he moved his hands up that way, it's because we've been working on putting graphics up. So that's where the graphics going to be right there. Oh. We'll, we'll try to make that happen. We'll see how that works out. But yeah, dude. Um, So I watched that Sleepy Joe Biden for a little bit. And honestly, it was just putting me the fuck to sleep. Because um, all I kept hearing was the same old fucking rhetoric from fucking 4, 8, 12, 16, 20, 24, 28, 32, 36 years ago. No. Yeah, and the, just a different the, suit. The, the issue I've got is like everybody wants to talk about unity and all this crazy shit. Like you cannot force two sides with two opposing views like this to to be united. You're just saying it to like you're saying using words like unity and united and all that shit just to say it. And like who who are you talking to when you say that? It's not the Republicans because they don't want they, don't, they give two shits about who you are. Uh, are you talking to the Democrats? You know like. You're, you're not going to change anybody's mind when it comes to voting. Like we're past that point. I believe that oh, yeah. where it's like, let me go out on a, let me go out on the railroad through towns and then try to convince people to vote for me. Like the people that want to vote for you are going to vote for you. Like exactly. there's no, we're, we've reached that point in, in this country where we're that divided. We're divided by, by a color of a tie blue or fucking red. You yeah, know what I mean? It's not a, coincidence that you know you're you're wearing blue oh (laughs) damn ain't that about a bitch uh sorry y'all i'm getting my stuff ready for tomorrow's day at work but i'm not oh fuck there goes that bitch going down but by going down it only goes to 58 cents (laughs) but no so check it um and um like I don't. I don't get it. Uh, I'm just so sick and tired of politics. I'm so sick and tired of everything being blamed. He, uh, you know, black, white, black, white. Uh, if black people do this, it's racist. If white people do that, it's racist. You know, um, I don't care. I, I really don't give two fucks anymore. I do uh, switch. I, I watch Fox News and I watch CNN. As weird as that sounds, I do switch between the two. Like every single day, like clockwork. I watch one and see what the other one's reporting. And then I try to like figure out who's bullshitting, which they both are. Exactly. Uh, but but yesterday or a few days ago, there was a news report by CNN, and they were like, "Well, Trump lied, you know, a thousand times, for example, a thousand times in his first hundred days." And we fact checked Joe Biden, and he only uh, lied twenty five percent, you know, uh, compared to that, you know. And then I'm a denominator there, though. But here's so I was like, okay, so one line, you know, less that I get it. But then they followed up that information with, oh, yeah, but by the way, Joe Biden's only been on TV, you know, uh, in front of the camera 25% uh, compared to to Trump. Trump. So I'm not I'm not an expert mathematician and I will never claim to be one. But if you're lying 25%, you know, compared to one guy. And but you're only on TV 25% compared to this guy. So his 100%, you're lying at the same amount of time, like the same amount as this guy. Right, right. Like you're like, you're maybe on 25%, but you're lying 100% of the time, just like this dude. Like, so it's crazy. What's funny is uh, he says he's not Asian, but he looks Asian. So that's his Asian math. You know, he actually, with the mathematics that he just did, he has a very good future with the VA. Dude, have you heard of VA math? All I know is as long as I get 100, that's all I want. Wait till you start your process, my friend, where you think that you got 50% rating on this and another 50% on this, that automatically makes it 100? Nope. Nope. Dude, I got, I'm not even going to start with that shit. But anyway, um, yeah, if anybody wants to know how to explain the motherfucking VA ratings, um, good luck. I I can't fucking do it. All I know is that if it was done the way there's like I thought that it would be, I think I would be at 100 plus um, on my ratings, but I'm not. I'm sub 100. I think a good good idea would be to have, you know, somebody somebody with some experience with VA ratings and how that works, you know, try to explain it. Because I know I sure as fuck don't know what's going on. I'm just hoping for the best. Yeah, that's all you can do, man. That's all you can do. 
especially with the world the way it is right now, or the VA the way it is right now, all these goddamn malingerers that go out and fucking do dumb shit. I'm not going to go on another rant. I'm not going to go on another rant. <laughs> but uh, speaking of which, I, I did get a, this is going to be for the military topic today. Um, I, I was hit up uh, by an anonymous person uh, regarding uh, my, uh, I guess my rant that I did last week on females and the military and shit like that. Hmm. Remember what I'm talking about? Well, probably. We, we covered a lot of topics. All right. So here's what I got. All right. So should I read the whole thing or just stop in between? It's up to you. All right. Well, let's see what we got. I'm going to read the whole thing. All right. <clears throat> this is from an anonymous. Uh, I don't want to say fan. An anonymous listener. An anonymous listener. Okay, chief. I'm going to give you a little bit of feedback. Seeing as I reclass to a co-ed unit, I'll give you a little bit about what actually goes down. There's three types of females in a co-ed unit. The professional soldier, the lesbian soldier, which can fall in love with the professional soldier. So, and then the shark. All right. Each one of these soldiers contributes something to the unit overall or to the overall unit. The fornicating usually only happens with the shark. First of all, why you got to drop big words like fornicating? You know what I'm saying? Somebody, somebody was reading the dictionary and it's like, man, I'm getting oh, real. Hot, that, so that, mother, that. <laughs> that was the word of the week for this motherfucker. <laughs> fornicating. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he says, uh, the fornicating usually only happens with the shark. And nine out of 10 times, us male soldiers are the ones who pursue these females to clap them cheeks. I don't disagree with that. I can, I can see that as a, as a valid argument. You know, I, I don't disagree with that at all. I think it'd be more like 75-25, though, um, percentage-wise, of who wants to clap cheeks. Uh, because sometimes females don't get the uh, recognition that they should as being the sexual beasts that they are. But anyways, uh, as he stated, on all three types, mostly the sharks, but most of the sharks, whoa, 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 whoa. on all three types, mostly the sharks, but most of the sharks like having senior NCOs or captains clapping them cheeks to use leverage for privileges now i am anonymous on this statement i still have battles that are still active i will tell you i'm happy i was engaged and had a good woman when i got to that unit my first day when i got to the when i got to the barracks there's naked females running around so many hot females if i would have been single I would have been clapping cheeks for days and have a shitload of STDs and children. But I will say the, the best soldiers I had were females. So it's not as bad as you think. All right. There's a lot, there's a lot to unpack there, man. Oh, so go ahead. You go ahead. Uh, all right. So uh, a lot of it, I can see. I, I see the point of view. Like I get it, uh, and it, it's actually valid because it, you know this is how a lot of people see the current situation. But it all it's it just boils down to like the story is always I'm a guy, I'm trying to have some sort of self control because I don't know what's going to happen. I can't control my emotions. Mm -hmm. I see somebody and I'm automatically attracted mm -hmm. to somebody. That's all the guy point of view. But if you ask a woman, like, hey, you know, what's your take on this situation? What's your role? What do you think your role and how do you think you're viewed? And then you might get like a different different response as to like what the what the scene is and what the culture and why why maybe they act like a certain way, you know, how they perceive it. We're seeing it from the lens of a guy, you know, and but we're we're not getting the other other side, the other point of view. I guess, dude. I don't know. I just remember when we had that stupid fat. And um, what the fuck was the oh god, female engagement team, bro? Yeah, I called her Ranger Reba. Um, 
first day in, you know, she comes with this attitude of being just trying to be too hard. You know what I mean? And um, I wanted to tell you, you need to tone that shit down. You know what I mean? It's just like you're, you could tell when somebody is not being genuinely themselves. They're trying too hard to fit in in an all-male unit. And the when you come in there with the fucking attitude of like, what you can do, I can do better, you know, then you're going to get fucking walls put up in a heartbeat. The only thing that's her was her saving grace was she has some big ass titties and a cute face. But, um, you know, she, she was all right at the end, I guess. I don't know. I didn't work with her, but that was the worst fucking thing ever. Except for a couple that, um, actually met and got married, had a kid. Now they, they live together and are married. So yeah. Um, Claus came out with them. There was a some animosity there between one and another. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's just it, it it's it's just like I said. It's it comes down to our our lens as guys. We have th- this lens that we see things like, oh, she's being a chick. You know, she's being a chick because we're not used to them. We're not used to that kind of like we're we're not used to women being in in our environment. And then acting differently. So we were trying to like figure out what the hell they're doing. You know, if if a woman comes into the situation and she's an NCO and she's like tough, you know, are we going to think, oh, she's just being a bitch, you know, because we're not used to seeing a woman be well, tough? No, no, because I think that uh, people can can fucking uh, read through the bullshit. Um, you know, I'll give you an example. One of the biggest things that I feared when I was in, when they were talking about this whole female bullshit was... I uh, had heard along, you know, you know, the campfire, the campfire talks a lot out there that they were going to just get NCOs from other units who wanted to be 13 bangers and, you know, just bring them into the unit. And to me, that was a big fucking red flag. No go. You could suck my balls, uh, you know, and you come in as a private E1 or E4, whatever you went through E4, go do your time in advance party, learn a motherfucking ASPT, do all that shit. Earn your motherfucking privilege. The, the issue with that, though, is like, but we've been allowing guys to reclass into 13 Bravo at the NCO, even staff sergeant levels for like the longest time. But did they and, go to AIT? Yeah. Okay, that's a difference. See, the way my understanding was that they were just going to be brought right over. Oh, uh, no. No, I'm just, that I, I don't, I don't, I mean, <sighs> Personally, I, I think the 13 Bravo AIT is like straight garbage because like you you you're, you're, fire clear. That's like yeah, you're you're brand new private. Like I remember my time. I rem- I barely remember being on the simulator. All I remember is like, hey, you're gonna go on the Paladin. I'm like, what the fuck's a Paladin? Uh, and they put me in the simulator, and then you're, you're in the simulator loading the round into the little machine tray, yep. and then uh, the next two days are blurry. Next three days, it's like, hey, we're going to the field to shoot the guns. And I remember just being in the back of a powder with like 12, 12 other guys sitting on top of a bunch of rounds. Yeah. Hatches are all closed. We show up to this firing point. The chief is like, hey, we're going to shoot. So they shoot the rounds. And I remember just going up there, loading it. The dude's like, all right, just ram it up there. Hold it for like fucking eight seconds. And then that was it. Get out the fucking hatch. Next guy up. And then the last two weeks of AIT was just like Mark 19, 50 cal fucking like crew drills at, at the fucking pad while the fisters while the fisters and the deltas were still doing their fucking training you know like i didn't i didn't i didn't i barely remember and they were like dude when you get to your unit like you you'll get to you'll figure out what the fuck's going on see so, I, I don't think ours was that bad i mean we um for our ait portion um we got broken up given to sections and then um you know you were integrated within that section and that platoon and uh, the chief, whoever the chief was, was designating like, okay, you're going to be the driver. You're going to be this, you're going to be that. And um, from there, you know, we started, they started making us fucking do races because, you know, artillery, everything's about fucking racing. So like, all right, privates, we're going to show you how to put the collimator up. So they showed us how to put the collimator up. And once they showed us that, they were like, all right, let's have some fun with them pretty much. Let's see who can do it the fastest. You know what I mean? And which was cool because we were learning how to fucking do it quicker and correctly. So, I mean, we did that. And then um, 
we did the polls, you know, yeah. the polls, uh, learn how to look through the site. But the main thing that we were learning was load fire clear, load fire clear, because that was what our job was going to be as a fucking, you know, at the 10 level, fucking sub 10 level, you know, we're privates. And that's before we even heard of the cat. You know what I'm saying? I thought yeah. I was gonna get to my unit and be a fucking number one, man. I get to my unit, uh, you're going to the cat. Like, what the fuck is a cat? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then, I mean, and then the other issue is, uh, you know, so if we if we start scrutinizing people coming into the MOS from, from a different MOS at the staff sergeant level, uh, then what's there to stop us from saying like, oh, you, you were heavy, then you can't come over to light because you've been heavy your your whole fucking career artillery is artillery yeah we like to say that a lot man but we like to say, yeah yes we should but if you look at the heavy community there's a lot of steps that are getting skipped a lot of like knowledge that's not getting passed like they focus so much more on how much the fucking breach weighs than what fucking t-lapse pat means you know like it's it's oh, it's you you probably blew a lot of fucking heavy you know, <laughs> fucking mind right now near far yeah. line oh fuck you know, like <laughs> you tell you mentioned shit like that to, to heavy unit, not nothing wrong with them. I was fucking heavy, you know, right. we're both heavy right. and stuff, but there's a lot of steps that are skipped. A lot of the smokes that come into heavy, uh, they're, they're just there to fucking, not all of them. Some of them though, like they're just there to fucking chill, man. They don't want to teach us shit. They're like, dude, you're a staff sergeant. Like you, you just push the button. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. you figure it out. And then, when you become a staff sergeant and you go to like a light unit or a fucking triple uh, seven unit, yeah. it's like, Hey, you're supposed to know all this shit. You know, what the fuck? Oh, I was heavy. I was good to go. Uh, you know, I, I crossed all the fucking marks saying that I was straight, right. you know, and I made it this far for a fucking reason. Oh no, but you don't know shit, you know, like it, there's two different worlds, oh, yeah. you know? So are we going to say, you know, you can't go into one side of the MOS because you, you know, you, you're not good enough. You didn't, you didn't dig spades when you were a fucking, because I know it ain't no hard labor and fucking heavy except for fucking putting those rounds in those little fucking little trays and shit. The bottom. I was going to say, I mean, if you were in the cat crew and you had to fucking uh, provide overwatch uh, for the gun, you had to run rounds every six rounds. You had to go reload that motherfucking um, that gun. At least that's the way we were training Fort Hood. And on Overwatch with the cat crew, for those of y'all that don't know what a cat is, is the carrier ammo track. So fuck, it's the ammo humper the, um, in the light world. So anyways, fucking um, the, in the Overwatch position, the cat is about 100 meters behind the fucking gun. You know, you're not mated where you're ass to ass. You know, you're not semi-mated where you're at a fucking T. You're Overwatch. So you... You better be uh, pretty fucking strong because you're going to be running two fucking rounds on your fucking shoulder, baby. 100 meters, dump them. Run back again, grab another two. Uh, unless you're weak, you got one. <laughs> so those motherfuckers, you know, I'm not taking anything away from mechanized. Knowledge-wise, though, yeah, um, a, lot of the, a lot of heavy chiefs, I think, I don't, I'm not going to put it at on my chiefs that I came up with because the chief that I came up with he, he would teach us. We would talk. I think. I think one of the things that you will see is that heavy chiefs are a little bit more, um, more disciplined, a little bit older. Um, like they've been around longer. Like all the all the heavy chiefs I've met are where where they lack in artillery knowledge, and they make up for in in standards and expectations of the of the crews. They have a better they manage their people a little bit different. It's, it's more, I felt like I was in a stricter environment in heavy. Hmm. And whereas light, I mean, you're getting yelled at. It's a little bit more go, go, go. You got to be very fit to be on the, like the light side, but like the heavy, I don't know. The, the chiefs were always older. Uh, everybody was just older. Like that's, I don't know. My experience was different. Uh, my experience, my chief, I think I was older than my chief. Cause he was like 24, 25. I was 26 or 27. <laughs> so, um, I know my chief was about 26. I think we're about the same age, but anyways, um, no, I think what my chief though had originally come from a light unit cause he was in Alaska. So you know, I think that his mentality, I think it is different. The mentality I think is different. Uh, but then again, chiefs back then to chiefs now, you know, 
garbage in, garbage out, bro. You know, um, some of these NCOs were brought up by garbage ass fucking chiefs that were just there to fucking uh, fill a slot. You know what I mean? And they'll always say like, oh, it was because we were rotated. We're deploying all the fucking time. That, that excuse can only get you so far, man. All right. That excuse only gets so fucking far. And um, because even when we were in Mosul, our primary mission wasn't fucking firing. That was our secondary mission. But, you know, we still did a top gun um, fucking uh, competition out there. Not 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 to my own horn, but uh, you can't verify that. But OK, get the fuck out. Of it. I'll pull out my NCOER guy. No, 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 you're good, man. You know you're good. Where's my fucking award? No, 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 you're good. I believe you. I I'll believe pull out you. my award. No, I believe you. Mm-hmm. I know usually usually I'm kidding, but this time like I could see the sincerity in your eyes, man. I believe you. <laughs> you look into my eyes, Arena. <laughs> nah, but fucking um, dude. We could talk artillery all fucking day, brother. Um, but uh let's jump into what we really talk about on the gun line, bro. We're about to get into that gun line real talk now. The real talk segment of the on the gun line. All right, y'all. <laughs> Check this out. So while on the gun line, many conversations go down. You know, we'll talk about fucking good times, bad times, fucking happy days, sad days, Jody boys, fucking finger blasting, you know, uh fucking reporter chick out in Colorado Springs. Um that that was a, a reporter chick out there that used to get fucked. Um, but anyways, uh, apparently she went around through a lot of cats out there in Hood. I mean, in, in Carson. But anywho, um, one of the conversations we like to have out there happened to do with the uh, old sexuality, you know, getting down and dirty with the broads. Now, yeah, I'm getting sensual here. I'm glad y'all enjoyed this voice. So normally I would use this voice when I'm trying to get a girl to get her other girl so we can have a little menage a trois. You know what I'm saying? That's some good French. That's some good French. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oui, oui. Yeah. Je m'appelle Danny Lopez, et toi? Si. <laughs> anyway, so, um, Yurina, you ever fucked uh, two girls at one time? Yes. Yes, unfortunately. Right. This was said, unfortunately? Yes. Fuck. I regret it. I married one of them. Damn. Damn. So, you ever been with a girl and two guys at one time? No, nah, no. Nah, can't. So, you so you've had two broads, but you never been with a girl and two dudes. No, I can't say that I have. So, it's been female female male for you, right? Oh, female female. Yeah, female female male. Yeah, if you're counting me, yes. Yeah. So, okay. Female, male, female. Okay. Better. All right. Yeah. You're, right. you're speaking Pornhub. So yeah, I get it. That's a category <laughs> in Pornhub. Yeah. I know what you're saying now. Yeah. Right. It took a second for it to click in, huh? <laughs> but fucking, um, so, um, I think a long, long, long time ago in back in the nineties, I may have indulged in the, uh, art of, of male, male, female. Um, An Eiffel Tower. A wobbly H, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't do the Eiffel Tower. But um, from what I recall, there was a, a etiquette, you know, an etiquette of um, we don't look at each other. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We, yeah. don't, we don't look at each other. Um, you know, you beat, I get my shit sucked. Change over, switch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, um, but I remember getting into a conversation with one of my buddies, man, on the gun line. Oh, oh, easy. He knows who he is if he's listening. And he was telling me about a DP situation. You know what DP is? <laughs> all right. For those that don't know what DP is, we're talking about a double penetration, all right? And, um... <sighs> So a lot of people would think of the double penetration being like the asshole and the pussy hole. You know what I'm saying? Now, is it gay 
if two balls start rubbing against each other while they're DPing? Well, one, I think that would be a question between you and God. But if you're looking for my opinion, uh, uh, it just might be. It just might be. I mean, think of it like if you drop, you know, some M&Ms on the ground, the three-second rule, Yeah. bend over. In this case, don't bend over, but bend over. (laughs) Pick up the M&Ms, put them in your mouth. Hey, call it a day. Charlie Mike. Yeah, yeah. Talking about balls, you know. The, the beans and the franks you know um there, there's a there's an understanding where it's like if if it just kind of brushed up yeah you're like all right man that was that was two seconds don't let it happen again you know let's, let's i think figure out a way. right there will make my dick go limp to be honest bro yeah yeah you're reevaluating what just happened you're like how do we prevent this from occurring in the future you know let's, let's we'd have to put some engineer tape you know what I'm yeah, saying? <laughs> let's do a risk assessment really quick. Let's uh, let's Bro, avoid this. Break out a safety tee. Left and right limits, baby. Yeah, yeah. Put out that safety tee and just be like, hey, three, two, five, five. I just heard three, two, five, zero. Left sector violation, left deflection violation. No. Do not uh, override. <laughs> stop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's just with fucking, we're just talking right now that an accidental balls rubbing while one is in the pe- one penis is in the pussy and the other one is an asshole now is it gay not that there's anything wrong with it i'm not gonna say all that anyways how fucked up is okay let me just put out there two dicks and one pussy yo is that wrong you know what there's gonna be a as a man as a man as a straight man Damn, that's a tough one. You know, that's... Dude, I'm not putting my penis and your penis together into a vagina. I don't give a fuck how good that bitch looks. Mm -mm. Because, uh, yeah, so, yeah, because now the argument is, like, you know, why why did you do it in the first place? You're doing it because you're trying to enjoy the sensation of being inside of a woman, right? So if you're going in there for the sensation of a woman, but now half of the sensation, because you got two, both sausages are making contact with each other, 50%, you know, 50% of the sausage is, is rubbing up against each other. So you're going in there for halfsies, you know, like, you know, you're, you're no longer in there for the original purpose, which was to, you know, get the pleasure of the woman. Now you're getting pleasured by another man. So, you know, you're, now you're having it both ways under the disguise of a woman, you know, like it's, so you're basically a, a closeted, closet gay guy. Uh, you, you like to play for both teams, man. You know, you like to. Okay. First of all, let's get this one thing straight right here. People, there's no such thing as bisexual. All right. You like a dick in your ass and you like pussy. You still gay. All right. You like to munch on carpet, but you like dick later on in the evening. You still gay. All right. Men, when you, when you and another man are fucking, uh, when you have a threesome with another woman, it's you and two women. Women, when you have a threesome with two men, that's called a train. Choo-choo, motherfuckers! I heard some comics say that, and it just made too much fucking sense to me. <laughs> and I don't know if it was Patrice O'Neill that said that, but... Yeah, that's that's the truth right there, though, man. That's the truth. Like, I mean, what is look? Like, he was talking about the dude that whose letter we read earlier. He was talking about naked broads running around the barracks. I have no issue with that. I mean, we used to run around naked in the field. Yeah, guys, guys do it all the time. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. That's not giving a carte blanche to go and fucking, uh, you know, molest a chick or anything like that. You know, I think they'll just yeah. walk lives and partying. Yeah, and do we want, you know, like at that point, do we want full equality? You know, because if you want full equality, you know, all the, everything has to, you know, the nudity comes both ways. You yep. know, like, dude, if we're okay with guys running around the barracks with their shirts off and all that shit, then, you know, we got to be fair to the to the females and vice versa. You know, like. Yeah, but, you know, equality is only whatever the females feel is equal. They want equality, but they still want you to pay that motherfucking check. 
They want equality, but they still want that door open for them. They want equality, but you know, it's not equal, bro. It's not. I don't know, man. I, I've met I've met some uh, sensitive ass dudes before. You know, like they they're just as just as uh, demanding and 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 whiny as as anybody of any gender. And I'm sure they're probably single as fuck. Probably, yeah. So, dude, speaking of that, what is a fucking simp? Oh, I was going to use that word earlier, too. So, simp. Okay. Um, if, a, if, a girl, if a girl says, like, uh, I, don't like, I don't like your attitude to another guy. So, it's an A and B conversation. The C guy comes in and says, hey, you need to be more chivalrous to this woman Hey, I would never, you know, I would never treat a woman like that with disrespect. Pretty much kiss an ass, right? It's an ass kisser, basically. It so could be a man or a woman. What's that? Captain Save a Ho. Yeah, basically. He's clearly he his purpose is basically to eventually get in bed with that woman or kiss, you know, kiss ass to that person. But he's too he doesn't have the the fortitude, the confidence or anything to out front and say it. You know, he's not an aggressive type A kind of person where it's like, hey, girl, what's your number? He's yeah. going to beat around the bush for 10 months, 10 years. Uh, and hopefully the girl will like eventually pay him attention. But the dude's been friend zoned by that point. He's like giving her money all the fucking time. Simps are like the biggest spenders of fucking money because like so they'll simp- give you a thousand dollars. So a simp is basically a friend zoned motherfucker. Yeah, basically. And the bitch he doesn't, he's- he doesn't know it. That's the thing. He doesn't know it. He thinks the simp thinks that he legitimately has a chance. And if he keeps making these comments and keeps like doing what he's doing, that eventually the girl will fall in love with him and fucking give him a chance. So he never happens. Yeah, basically. Screech and Lisa Turtle. All you motherfucking uh, Gen Wires are like, who? I think. But I think Screech eventually got her, though, right? Didn't he? Nah. In the college, the college season when they go nah, to college. Nah, bro, he ended up hooking up with that bitch, um, Tori Spelling. I don't know, Ben. She was in Showgirls. No, 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 wait. No, that's the different one. That's Jesse Spano. Uh, I forget what her Elizabeth Berkeley. Um, yeah. No, Tori Spelling. Um, her dad was the producer of that show. Aaron Spelling. He's the one oh, that but she wasn't on the show. Oh. You're talking about real life, though. No, no, no. On the show, Tori Spelling was on the show. Huh. She was the dorky girl with the glasses and fucking um. That's like, probably I, probably I, why I didn't recognize her because I, I I saw Tori Spelling when she was on Beverly Hills 90210. Dude, she was also on fucking uh Saved by the Bell. I'll t- I'll show you right now, dude. I'll bullshit like you wouldn't trip out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now I remember her. Yeah. Not bad. And she was probably his simp. Because behind the scenes, behind the scenes, she probably liked him and would make comments that he didn't get it, get up front. And that's the problem. They're not being up front with how they feel. They don't want to take the rejection. So they just want to keep this like bullshit. Like, oh, I'm just going to kiss your ass until eventually you pay, pay attention to me. What a dumbass motherfucker. Basically, you're a fucking, you're an idiot. You're just a fucking friend-zoned idiot. So that's what a simp is. All right. I appreciate it. And that's going to be today's Generation Y uh, word of the day. A simp. Make sure we get a Y on there. <laughs> but anyways, dude. Yeah. Um, crazy. Crazy. Uh, I guess that, that leads us into the next segment, bro. Um Next segment we're going to go ahead and do is um, the crosstalk. All right, crosstalk, for those that are new, is um, an episode or a segment that I do in honor of my boy Cruz, who was uh, the second co-host of the Midweek Memo and uh, no longer with us. But we had plans on having discussions that were like just out of the fucking ordinary. For example, uh, Ghost. I think we talked to Ghost last week, right? Yeah. We talked a little bit of simulation theory the week before that. Yeah. Um, you got anything on your mind today you want to discuss about, bro? Oh, man. Um, anything. 
any conspiracies out there you might think are worth knowing? Well, you know, we, we just launched a helicopter. I think it's on its fourth flight into Mars, you know, and, yeah. And it's the first time that we've ever launched a, something that could fly on a different planet. And this helicopter, I think it took a week. It got delayed. It was supposed to fly like, uh, mid-april and then there was a delay there was a glitch in the software and then they stopped and then but ever since then they got it fixed right. and now it's like flying the issue with these helicopters in, in in mars is because the atmosphere on mars is so thin that like in here in earth uh helicopters say only have to do 100 rotations to generate the same kind of lift right that a helicopter does on mars because there's barely any atmosphere a helicopter has to rotate a thousand times faster Right. And uh, so to create that same kind of lift. So you got to create that kind of technology that didn't exist before, put it on a drone, fly it all across the universe to another fucking planet and then hope that it, hope that it works. And right. This time it worked. Uh, they had to create like a chamber that sucked out like a vacuum chamber here in the on Earth to simulate that kind of environment. And they created it. And it worked and they tried it. And then now we got a helicopter on a different planet. And what that could do is like they could just fly to any spot and be like, oh, that looks cool because it's got cameras on it. Hey, let's send another fucking drone here. And then eventually all of Mars is just going to be covered in robots. Like we've got there's robots on a different planet right now. Dude, my mind, the way it's working, <laughs> I'm imagining uh, these robots eventually becoming sentient communicating with each other you know because obviously they gotta have some kind of artificial intelligence to to uh be able to locate themselves to know where they're flying to be able to see so they communicate with us already so who's to say that you know with the intelligence that they have they don't start communicating with each other and that becomes the evolution of man because I believe, honestly, the evolution of man is going to be fucking like cybernetic, for example. You know, we got already arms that are fucking open and closed, you know, and all that shit. Pretty much like fucking C-3PO, right? Yep. So who's to say that that's not what we evolved to? Yeah, we are. We we believe that we are an evolved creature. We are we are a human being. We're we're alive because we say we are alive mm -hmm. from based off what we see and what we believe. And now we have robots, like you said, on a different and it totally blew my mind. Now we got robots on a different planet uh, that eventually are gonna learn how to build more of themselves. Mm -hmm. So now you're creating robots that can repopulate an environment. You know, because they, they could, you know, they could build once they start learning how to build themselves, building more of themselves. What do, what do they need us for or whatever? To and then slaves. eventually, eventually their chips start upgrading themselves. They learn how to upgrade themselves and then they start believing that they are life. Mm -hmm. And we're just the microbe that that led to their to their design. And they're going to think that they're like the, you know, we we are it we are the center of the universe they are going to be the top of the food chain yeah in their minds and well, just the way we think we are in our minds well i mean the only thing that supposedly differentiates us from the animals are the facts that we can reason and we can communicate you know what i mean so if yeah, but that's how does that hmm? but if you think about it communication is something that we developed in order to to communicate robots don't necessarily need to talk to communicate they send signals and that's right. how they communicate right. so that's what i'm saying is all it's going to need all they need is reasoning and communication and that's it they don't need fucking um food to live you know what i'm saying well, oh i'm sorry they need fuel which we fucking gave them solar fucking power so you know, in, in, uh, in a couple millennia, when the Martians come over here and they're all fucking uh, robots, we got nobody to blame but ourselves, yep. you know, because we are setting up our own demise, man. And, dude, what do you think of, and this is just something that popped out of my head, um, what do you think, is it possible, do you think it might be possible to transfer the human brain, like the consciousness into like a computer to download it or upload it. Like right now, mm -hmm. right now, no. Do you but think it's, it's a possibility? Getting, 
it's getting there. If you look at Elon Musk and what he's doing with uh, Neuralink, uh, where he he was able to he did something with the chimpanzee where the chimpanzee was able to reason and and send signals and play pong. I think he was playing pong the video the Atari game wow. using his brain. Dude, dude. There's the fucking rise of the planet of the fucking apes now, dude. Motherfucking Musk. Everything we're not supposed to be doing according to TV, like Jurassic Park and all that crazy shit, is the same exact thing that we're doing right now. Like everything that's told us that, hey, this is a bad idea. We're saying, fuck it. Uh, let's just do it anyways, just to show that we can. Well, dude, it goes back to even in the 90s when they were calling that fucking sheep. You know, yeah, were, Dolly, Dolly the sheep. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're playing God as humans. We're playing fucking God. And so it, it begs, goes back to the whole simulation theory that we discussed originally. Like, are we a simulation that's about to make a simulation of a simulation? The moment that they cloned that sheep should have given you the, given you the thought that if we can create humans out of nothing or we can create animals out of nothing out of cells that we created and generated specifically to create this clone mm -hmm. then that should come in that should raise red flags in your mind about our own existence you know oh. we we in our primitive 90s era created this thing that we can do now like it's nothing you know, in 50 years, what can we do? We, we can do a lot more than that. We can create humans and stuff. Just to say that somebody else didn't... Ears. Fucking... Ears, bro. They've been growing ears on rats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... It, it, it blows my fucking mind that all this technology just came to existence in the fucking 20th century. You know what I mean? What occurred? What incident occurred that gave us all this technology you know in um in earth earth has been around for about what 15 tesla was from venus and so is elon musk so for those that didn't hear my wife said that nicholas tesla and elon musk are from venus why because their head's shaped like a penis <laughs> <laughs> No, but look, Earth has been around for what 15, 15 billion years. My math might be wrong. I'm not completely Asian. Um, <laughs> I look Asian, but I'm, I'm not Asian. But I play one on TV. But say the Earth has been around for fifteen billion years, right? Fifteen billion years. Out of that fifteen billion years, humans have been around for like two percent of that window. In that two percent, only. In the span of 300 years since what the 1600s and i'm only counting america time since the 1600s to now we've created the technology to where it's at right now that's a very small portion of that whole planet's existence did you ever watch um ancient aliens uh, i think i've seen a few episodes okay there was one where they actually made a fucking battery all right from back in the day in the egyptian times there was like a fucking battery that was made so the technology i think has been given to us little by little you know um by what i say are what people call gods but um i think what ended up fucking everything up was roswell and when roswell happened we got fucking a bunch of technology that we were supposed weren't supposed to have yet you know what i mean and we just fucking reverse engineered as much as we could and so look at the when the TV came out, you know, like how how is that even possible? How how is it possible that you can look at a box and, there, and there's somebody there talking to you from across the world? Right? That even how is that even possible? But we made it happen. Bro, how is it possible that we like that um we send a message on a phone? It disappears into nothing, comes back down into your fucking phone. How? How? What? What the fuck is it? What are these waves? And and we just generated all this technology from what was on Earth. We're not like we're not just making uh, equipment appear on the planet. 
you know, with the all the resources that are here on Earth, the cavemen had it, you know, like on that stuff. But we just made these things appear out of nothing. And all of a sudden it's here and we have all this technology and we can just create more of it. You know, like it's it's weird. Did really you dinner yet? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I ate some noodles and shrimp. Okay. I feel like an asshole because I'm eating here. No, I really appreciate your concern. Thank you. I was going to say, you know, I was going to, you know, just pause it and call it a day. But, <laughs> but yeah, dude, it, it just trips me out. Like, what, what, okay. I'll give an example. How did this, why is it that we can only trace our lineage so far back? Like, we can't trace our lineage. Like, I can't go further back than my, maybe my great grandfather. You know what I mean? But, and I, I mean, I'm wondering, like, you know, if you go to different countries, different uh, continents, how far back can they trade their, their trace their lineage? Like, for reals, not fucking legends, but for real, for real. Like, you know, he begat this person, this, like on the Bible, you know what I'm saying? That this person begat this person and begat that person. Why don't I mean, some people, some people do it uh, with, uh, I think at this point we're so, I, I don't believe in the, the DNA ancestry thing because i think the dna is so overlapped at this point like you know like you can tell me like oh i had family in spain well yeah no shit like 600 years ago something <laughs> came across the boat and went into mexico and then up like uh, we're so we're so mixed the only people that the, the only people that keep track are the ones that try to preserve their bloodline like the royal families and shit in europe they're the only ones that could probably like trace their shit back to like King Edward the Third or some crazy shit. Yeah, but I'm talking about go back, back, go, <clears throat> go back to the times of Jesus. Whenever, I don't think you're ever gonna see it. But why not? Why isn't there somebody that's told? Like, what happened? There, it's like almost like there was a pause in time, and then everything, everything stopped. At that, like at some portion there, and then it picked back up after the medieval time. You know, probably the probably the the plague. You know, you got certain things that happened that wiped out populations of the world and left a bunch of children orphaned all of a sudden. So their their family history died with them because they didn't know who the fuck they were. The expansion from from Asia west uh, through the Silk Road and all that crazy shit. European expansion into the U.S. People just trying to like get rid of their their history and start over in the new country. That led to the further like you know deletion of of family history and lineage because people wanted to start over, be at the top of their food chain. You know what trips me out, man? How people in different parts of the same fucking country have different accents. Why? We all speak the same fucking language. Why do we have different accents? Why does somebody from Boston talk different than somebody from Alabama and talk different than somebody from Texas who talks different from somebody in Appalachia in Tennessee or Kentucky? You know, like, I guess it goes into education, maybe. Yeah, education, probably. Um, if you look at I th- me personally from looking at a map, everybody out east speaks faster and the farther west you go it's kind of slowed and drawn out and as you go out into like texas is a little bit more spread out and then it starts combining with with uh like in texas in the southwest they start combining with spanish so it's spanglish and it's a little bit slower so they can communicate better between the languages northeast it's just fast because you got a mix of mix of different accents from europe European immigration in the, in the 1800s and early 1900s, all that immigration that happened. So you had all these different cultures trying to speak the one common language. So the accents are just fucking weird. So let's, uh, let's, let's bring diversity into this then. Um, A white guy in New York will speak differently than a Puerto Rican in New York who speaks differently than a black guy in New York. culture is different um what is what so is there such thing as american culture yeah and we're gonna go ahead and discuss that on the next midweek memo
we'll find out what is American culture. Make sure you guys tune in here on the next On the Gun Line podcast, where for our crosstalk, we'll discuss a little bit of uh, culture, where it comes from, what, what is American culture. I think that will be a great discussion next week. Um, hey, man, thanks for always being here as always, man. Uh, it's been appreciated. Uh, you look a little bit um, little bit uh, special with that haircut. I'm just going to throw that out there, bro. <laughs> The fucking you the fade, man. You, you need the a lighting. You need a comb it or something, bro. It, the you, lighting, man. I use a fucking Gilbert grape right now. I use a Pantene Pro V, you know, to uh, hair conditioner. Babe, does he not look like what's eating Gilbert grape? Like he's gonna say, "Ma, ma," with that haircut. That's messed up. I just got a haircut today. Really appreciate it. Oh, you look, Danny Lopez, you look really amazing today. See, that's a compliment. But yeah, I guess I don't receive the same on my end. Appreciate it. Go ahead. You can say it. It's gay. His masculinity is very Why the fuck is it so hard yeah. for people to say hey. gay nowadays? Is gay a fucking bad word? You don't, you don't look gay, man. You're, you're, you're a very handsome man. You look very handsome today. Thank you. You Thank are you. a very handsome man. I've seen See? you when you're dressed handsome. Right Thank now, you. Appreciate it. See that? Like that's how we, that's how we communicate. That's how we communicate. You know, we give compliments to each other. We hype each other up. You know, not try to tear each other down. You I'm know? not tearing you down. Dude. I'm that's that's to taking you... our people back. You know, that's, that's going I'm, backwards. I keeps it real. <laughs> oh, I got a question for you, wife. All right, we got a woman here, right? So yeah. check it. Thank you for confirming my gender. Well, yeah. for those that aren't um the, that aren't listening or watching the tube, so we were having some real gun line talk earlier. Okay. Do you know what the real gun line talk is yet? Did I explain that to you? Um, stuff I probably don't want to be a party to. Oh, you're gonna be a party to this one. <laughs> oh, not to the the the, uh, the party of <laughs> what we're talking about. All right. <laughs> you had to listen to it earlier. But so we were talking about threesomes. Okay. All right. So threesome etiquette, right? Mm -hmm. um, double penetration. When you think double penetration, we're thinking asshole and pussyhole being penetrated at the same time, right? Yes. Okay. Is it gay if the balls rub? Balls touch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. <laughs> she don't want to answer. She's turning fucking red over here. <laughs> I look like your sweatshirt right now. <laughs> um, only if you enjoy it. I, I can work with that answer. Yeah. But let's say you know, if accidental touching's gonna happen, but in it that shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A there's only like this much between the asshole and the vagina, like. <laughs> so, balls are gonna touch especially the older you are the more they sag <laughs> all I'm gonna say let's ask this then. <laughs> if a woman mm -hmm. accepts a vagina oh, I'm sorry what? if a woman's vagina accepts two penises at the same time ouch is that gay being that they're both rubbing up together in there and their heads are rubbing. I mean, and they splude on each other. Okay, now you're adding things. Okay, put the splooging out. Uh, I mean, it is a little by to be in that situation to begin with because you're essentially having sex acts with a man, too, even though you're both using the female. It's really not any different than two females using a strap on or two lesbians, including a man in it because they want the penetration. Same, same, same thing. All right. Well, there y'all have it folks. Yep. And can we agree that a threesome is two men? A threesome is two women and a man. That's a threesome, right? Yeah. Two men. It's a gangbang. <laughs> you heard it from her. Huh? <laughs> okay. I said it's a train. She said it's a gangbang. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to verify through my online sources on Google Incognito mode uh, <laughs> later this evening. Well, 
it's been an awesome episode. I think that was a great way to end it. Uh, having a woman's touch kind of, um, and it definitely, like, again, I think it's going to be a good episode for crosstalk next week to discuss, um, our cult. What is American culture? Where does it come from? What is the amalgam that is American culture? And then, um, I'm going to leave it open to you all. What should we discuss on the gun line? Real talk. If you guys don't give me a suggestion, I'm going to come with it again. And it only gets more cringy. So with that said, y'all, I thank you for being here. Make sure y'all go check out GI Vandals. It'll be scrolling up here, uh, down in under him. So I don't know how the fuck this thing is. I, I don't even know how this looks. It's going to be somewhere around here. Go check out GIVandals.com. Go check out OnTheGunLine.com. Um, you know, support the podcast by buying a shirt, bro. I uh, got some cool-ass shirts that were there. And um, it'll help me put money in Doge. So <laughs> with that said, this is what Doge is at right now. Pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. Rounds complete. Hand the mission. And gun line out. Bye, motherfuckers.